Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. So I, I love being a pastor. Um, it's one of the most rewarding things in, in my life. And, um, but like anything, anything that's worth it, there's frustrations, right? So tonight I wanna talk about three things that hold people back and stop you from reaching your potential and how we can overcome them. So potential is a huge thing for me, but it's also one of the biggest, <laughs> biggest frustrations because you can see somebody and I, I, I can sit down and have a conversation and, and they're going through maybe a mess that they're in or a situation that they're in and you can see the other side, but they can't. You know, they're in, the, they're, in the, they're in the eye of the storm. You know, if there's a tornado, everything's swirling around them, but they're in the middle, but you're outside of that and you can actually see the other side of it. The mo one of the most frustrating things is when they um, are unwilling to put in the work or maybe they put in the work and they're just right there, but then they, then they give up. Um, but one of the most rewarding is when they get through it, when they get to the other side and you can actually see and, and you can, you know, you just see them on the other side and it's one of the most incredible things. So the title of my message is called The Rubber Band. So I'll pause for a second. Okay, very cool. I like it. So those are my hands, but um, <laughs> so po point number one, sorry. <laughs> It was a different season, anyways. Uh, so point number one is the stretch. Living in the comfortable are also the uncomfortable. So our church does an amazing job. We always talk about, you know, there's growth and the stretch. There's, you know, it's, it's all about stepping out, right? And that is absolutely 100% true. It's, you know, you hear things, step out of the boat or step out of your comfort zone or whatever it may be. But we can get into this point where we're, we're constantly stretching, Right? And we never go back to neutral. We never reset. And um, so we, even Jesus, if you look at stories in the Bible and read about Jesus, even he took time to pray and to recharge. Even he took time to go into the wilderness and to pray. So um, do you guys remember, this will date myself a little bit, um, but do you guys remember in school where we would do these tests and this, I, I, you know, and they would actually have these boxes and you could see how far you could stretch? You guys remember that? And it was annoying, but you would sit down and you would, you, and I won't do it for you. Actually, I was prepping. I'm like, should I actually stretch? But I won't. Um, funny. Th yeah, I won't go there. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, 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 it hurts to stretch, right? If you're actually pushing yourself, it really does hurt. But then you, if you actually take a step back and you stop and you rest and then you stretch again and you can actually go a little bit further and then you stop and you go again, you can actually go, you know, because I, I think I, um, I try to, you know, block it out, but I think it was like the third time they would actually see how far you could go because you're stretching, you're stretching your muscles. Um, but, but there's also the other side of it. There's also the people, because there's, there's the go, 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 the 10X, we're gonna just, you know, dominate and take over our life, take over the world. But then there's the other people that don't stretch at all, right? So um, analogy of this is <laughs> we had to merge and um, 
we were on this event, and I'll, I'll try to speed up the story, but basically I, I challenged a guy to a race, and we had to run to this bag, and they got a video of it, and me running, I looked like a stick figure. I was just <laughs> running, and I, I am not limber. I used to be very, very flexible, but it's because I haven't stretched. So, um, another, so, <laughs> so it's good to stretch physically and... <laughs> So just, just stretch. If you guys get anything out of this, just stretch. No. Um, but anyway, so about, about a week and a half ago, my oldest, Oliver, and uh, it wouldn't be a message without me talking about my kids, but um, I was outside. I was fixing a door, our doorbell. I was installing it, and he's on his scooter, and um, he's going, and he doesn't have shoes on. So I correct that. He put shoes on, so I'm like, okay, we're good. So my guard's down. And then what he does is he goes down the hill, and he typically has a ton of speed, but he'll use the neighbor's driveway to, to basically slow down and turn around. But he was stretching, and the neighbors were actually out with him, and they're older. And they're, so they're a little bit more coordinated than he is, and they do this all the time, but he actually went too far. And he didn't know, I, I think he panicked, because I, was, I actually had my back to him, and all I hear is, Oh, and I was like, oh, great. Okay. So I slowly walked down and he, I'm not, I'm not laughing at the situation, but he's literally like flailed and he's not moving and he's just kind of groaning. And they're like, I think it's his elbow. So I was like, okay. So I pick him up. I'm like, oh, his elbow's fine. He's got some scratches. Don't know why, but you know, put a little water on it. I'm like, he's fine. Um, and then... Yeah, it was actually, I actually licked my, okay, I licked my hand, and you know, when it's like, you guys know when it's ashy? You know when it's ashy, and you're like, okay, it needs a little water, so I don't know why, but I, I indirectly licked my son's elbow. It just happened, it happened, we're all human, um, and then I, I kept trying to get him up, get him up, get him up, and he wouldn't get up. And he basically, he got so much speed, he couldn't stop that he ended up, every time I would pick him up, there was something else I would find on him that I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's okay. You know, it's trying to have a tough face. But then um, he ended up getting a concussion. And um, it was a big deal for him, but, you know, as a little boy, five year old, we ended up having to call 911 firefighters. He doesn't remember any of this, by the way. So we actually asked him the next day, doesn't remember any. Um, and so we use this as like a, a life lesson for him, but it's also really hard when he doesn't remember, right? So it's like, this is why we wear a helmet. But if, if, using that as an example of stretching, so with him, him going down, I wanted to take that scooter as his dad, because that was definitely one of those situations where even though he had a concussion and all the stuff, it hurt me more than it hurt him. So um, it, that is one of the most painful things to see is your parent and then replaying it back, you know, in your head over and over. But I wanted to take that scooter, throw it away and be like, you're never riding a scooter again, right? That's the natural reaction. You want to protect yourself. You don't want to, you know, he, stre- he was stretching himself and he got hurt. Um, and also, by the way, it's a purple scooter. So <laughs> I, I would love to throw it away. My dad ended up getting it for him because it lights up and it's actually really cool, but my dad didn't realize how purple it was. And about a year later, I told my dad, I was like, hey, do you know you actually got Oliver a purple scooter? He's like, yeah, he's like, but it lit up. I sent him a picture and he was like, oh my gosh. He's like, I didn't realize it was that purple. He thought it was like really light. And Oliver's out there like playing, you know, with the neighbors and 
it's an interesting world. So uh, just <laughs> setting my son up. I almost called my dad and called him, yeah, exactly. And almost called my dad Dylan, but I didn't. So I, I love my dad, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dylan. Anyway, so I, dig, I digress. So anyway, so we, talking about being just in that comfortable, in that stretch, there is always a time to absolutely stretch, but we have to go back to rest. We have to go back to neutral. If you're constantly stretching, you're, you're going to burn yourself out. You know, you're going to just get, you're going to get atrophy. You're going to get, um, it, it's just not a healthy place to live. So let's look at um, Isaiah 40, 31. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on, wing, um, on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So we always are pushing ourselves, but we always you know, need, need to be able to reset as well. So point number two, um, one of the things that <laughs> kind of frustrates me as, as a pastor is excuses and justifications. So I'm going there. So, and we all have them. And, I, and by the way, I'm preaching myself and I know when we get tough <laughs> messages as pastors, we're like, this is a message for me. This is absolutely a message for me. So um, I'm preaching to myself. You guys are my mirror. So thank you for being my mirror. Um, so excuses. So, um, you know, there, we always have a reason to not do something. We always have a reason to not commit. Um, and then there also, the other side of it is there are people that commit to everything, right? So it's like, you, you can't, you can't say no. You want to feel, you know, like you, everything that someone will ask you to do, you absolutely do it. So the, um, so it, those, and those people are, it, they can't be relied on because they're always busy, there's always something going on, they'll overcommit themselves as well. So um, let's, let's go to Luke 14, and this is 16 through 20. So it's a long one, so bear with me. Jesus replied with this story, a man prepared a great feast and sent out many invitations. When the banquet was ready, he sent out his servants to tell the guests, come, the banquet is ready. But they all began to make, or making excuses. One said, I've just bought a field and I must inspect it. Please excuse me. Another said, I just have bought five pair, pair of oxen and I want to try them out. Please excuse me. Another said, I just got married, so I can't come. Too busy. So, and then let's go real quickly to the next verse. It is very similar, uh, not similar, but kind of on the point I, I want to make, uh, Matthew 5, 37. But let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Yes. So this is, <laughs> and this is me throwing myself under the bus. When we, um, it's also not a, a message of mine if I don't talk about one of my dogs. So we have two now, so. <laughs> A lot of material, a lot of material. So when we first got our dog, again, very bad timing on getting our first dog, Lucy, um, we let her control our life, right? So this was our excuse. So we would actually go to church and I, a personality, if you want to say, whatever you want to say, I would be like, okay, it's been three hours. We have to go home. We have to let her out. We have to, you know, she's going to peel over the crate, whatever it is. And that basically, that was our excuse. We, we always had an excuse for something. I, I still see similar things with people. I just got married. I really got to focus on my marriage. I got it, you know, like, like basically church is going to take away. It's not going to add to my marriage. It's actually going to take away. I have all these other things. And we're, we're 
just how life is, there is always going to be, we're always gonna be busy. So um, I, I find myself saying that all the time, unfortunately. That's one of those things that's, you know, I talk to my clients or talking to people, it's how's everything going? It's like, oh, it's really busy. But I'm doing great, it's really busy. So do you, do you guys find yourself saying that? Yeah, so um, there's, there's basically, there's that happy medium, because if you're always saying, saying yes to everything, you're, you're essentially being double-minded. You're basically trying to commit to things, and you just, you don't have that capacity to do everything. So, um, you know, and, and we also need people around us. So if you're in that situation, we need people around us that can actually um, can see our blind spots or can see these things that, that we maybe don't see in ourselves, right? So they can actually call it out and, and basically help us to see, okay, this is something that um, maybe you mean well, right? But it's just, um, you're actually hurting yourself and it can actually hurt others around you as well. So, so point number three is uh, complacency to apathy. So this is, this is, really where I want to spend a lot of, most of the time uh, tonight, and I love definition. So the definition of complacency is a feeling of contentment or self-satisfaction. So, um, and then also complacency actually leads to apathy. So apathy, the definition of it is lack of interest or concern, lack of emotion or feeling. So there's this huge thing in our valley, and I, and I feel it, I, I can feel it in in my work, I can feel it when I'm traveling around. I can also feel it in the church sometimes is there is this, there can be this apathy, right? So it's this, there's just this lack of interest. There's this lack of emotion. There's just essentially almost a shutting down, right? So it's, and, and I have to be honest with you and, I, and I've, it's not just a, a LDS thing. It's not just the this, this spirit of the, it, 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 it's something that is, is, over the valley is something that we have to be careful with because you, you look at this thing you, and also the other side of it, so the lack. So what can lead to the lack? What, what is this lack of caring or this lack of you know, just emotion or feeling? Um, part of it, and Dr. Brian did a great job when he was here. He just touched on it in the, one of his very last messages at the, at the end, but you can care so much that you actually shut down. Right, because I, I talked about the potential with people. It's like you can care so much, you can want someone's to see the other side, to get through the other side so much, and they don't do it, and it hurts. Right. So then, and so there's certain situations where you care so much that you just shut down because you don't. You're afraid of getting hurt. So, um, let's go to Philippians three twelve through fourteen. I don't mean to say that I have achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfect, that perfection for which uh, Jesus Christ first uh, possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I'll focus on one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, pressing on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Jesus Christ is calling us. So with the, with the valley, it's essentially the way I look at it is it's been lulled to sleep, right? So we, we look at everything that's going on in the world or that's going on, on in our life, and there's so many ways to numb ourselves. There's so many ways to basically shut down. I, I could be so busy at times where I'm like, I'm just going to go watch TV. I have so many things to do, but you're so busy you do nothing. Have you guys, have you ever been there? It just... <laughs> 
It's you're just like, you know what, I'll get to it later, right? So, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, and, and also there's the other part of it as well and another coping mechanism and people will do, and I've seen it and I've, I've done it myself, is that you can be so busy and you're so focused that um, you're just, you don't deal with anything, right? You're just like, you just keep yourself busy. You go through a, a tough time in life and you're just like, you know what, I'm just gonna stay busy. And you're so busy, you don't even have time to think of you know, anything that's going on. Um, Ernest Hemingway said, uh, it's, a, it's an amazing quote and people have actually quoted him after this, um, it, the same exact quote, but it's never mistake motion for action, right? So we can, we, I can run around all day in a circle and never get anywhere, right? So it's a, there's, this, there's this action that I'm doing, or there's this, excuse me, there's motion that I'm performing, there's motion that I'm doing, but there's no action, there's nowhere, there's no progress, right? So, um, you know, it's just that whole taking pride in being busy. You're so focused on being busy um, that, you know, that is actually can be a form of apathy as well. So you're just, you're, there, you're, there's a lack of concern, there's a lack of interest with anything that's going on. You're so focused on your goal, that you're so focused on what you're doing, you're not concerned about anything else. So, um, you know, Jesus, the best example that we have is he wasn't, he wasn't busy. He was actually intentional with everything that he did. You know, he was on his way to raise someone from the dead and he actually stopped and he took the necessary action. action. So he wasn't so, fo you know, he was absolutely focused and he was gonna get it done, but then someone pulling at him, he actually took the necessary time. So um, if Jesus was able to be interrupted, are we willing ourselves to be interrupted as well? So we have to be people that take action. You know, talking about this valley and what we're going to do. And you'll hear us from stage saying, we're gonna win this valley, we're gonna see revival, and we absolutely will. But for us to get there, we have to stand out, we have to look different. Our lives cannot, we cannot blend in with everyone else. <laughs> Complacency and apathy are, are uninspiring. You know, people, people look at that and it's not, you, you're not gonna look at that person that has apathy and be like, I want that, I wanna do that. You're, you know, just being a good person, another, another way to say it is just being a good Christian, right? So th th that's not gonna get us anywhere. So as soon as we get saved, it immediately becomes about other people. Do you guys realize that? So when, you, when you're saved, it's like, okay, great, go out and make disciples. So, and, and don't get me wrong, when you're, after you get saved, you're, you're a work in progress. There's always things that are gonna come up that God's gonna bubble up to the surface that we need to work through, that we're trying to get through to be better examples and, and be better Christians. But it, it, that is also for us to be a better witness for him, right? So, it's, so we have to be constantly, it's that self-reflection. Where, where are we at? What are we doing? Um, do we have that apathy? Are we doing too much? Are we doing too little? So there's always that self-reflection. Where am I at? And again, that's where it goes back to having people around us um, that can speak into that. The people that actually know you, that you actually let in and can see who you truly are. Uh, you know, it's, um, you know, and actually people who commit and are not wishy-washy. So, you know, living our, uh, I just see so many people that are walking around and it's almost like we're, 
this is extreme, but you'll get the picture that we're zombies, right? It's, it's we're almost waiting to die. <laughs> to be really honest, it's one of those things, it's like, I'm gonna do a few good things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get married, I'm gonna have kids, I'm gonna you know, have a house, but that's basically it. And maybe I'll you know, go to church, I'll check that box. I'll, again, I'll be a good Christian, and then I'm just waiting for eternity. Right, so we, we can't be that because if we're we're in this this valley that's been like I said it's been lulled to sleep is the way I look at it, and for us to actually win people back to to God to have that um, you know just revival in the valley we have to set ourselves apart. So you know we're we're if you're average, what is gonna, what how is that going to inspire anybody? Right, if you're, just, if you're just blending in with everyone else, you look the same, you talk the same, nothing stands out, how's that gonna inspire anybody? You know, I, I, look at my, I look at my work and some of the top people in my position can make over a million dollars a year. But 90, probably 95, 98% of people make 100,000. Why do you think that is? You have this potential, you know, I'm talking a lot about potential. You have this potential to do amazing things, but yet we settle for average. We settle for, you know what, I just, I'm just gonna blend in. I'm just going to essentially get by. We have to live an excellent life and not a boring life. So we're, we're called to stand out. So tonight I really wanna, um, during our ministry time, I wanna break off apathy. I, I wanna, I wanna, basically pray for people and our ministry team is gonna do this in, um, in just a little bit, but to break off this apathy, break off this, this just zombie-like behavior, right? So we're, we're no longer lulled to sleep. We're no longer just okay living in the comfortable. And there's times where we, again, going back to the stretching, where you're gonna stretch, 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 but then you're gonna come back, right? Um, but there, just this apathy, we have to break it off. You know, it's gonna make you a better person. It's gonna make you a better follower of God. It's gonna be, make you a better husband. It's gonna make you a better friend, a better father, just a better person in general. So, so but before we do that, um, I'm gonna have you guys, we're gonna uh, bow our heads and close our eyes. First things first is for the people that maybe have never known God, or you've been far away and you, you feel this, you know, maybe this apathy, maybe this complacency. Um, so what, what, I'm, what I wanna do right now is, and we're gonna take our time. If this is something that, you know, you wanna commit to God for the first time or you wanna come back, you're never too far gone for him to, um, to not welcome you back. As soon as you, you know, we're gonna, I'm gonna have you raise your hand in a second and we're gonna say a prayer together. And, and God is gonna meet you. So if that's you in this, in this room tonight, if that's you and you've, you're far from God or you wanna be closer to God or you've never said this prayer, I want, you to, I want you to raise your hand. And as soon as you raise your hand, I'm gonna see your hand and, I'm, and then you can put it down. But we're gonna pray for you. We're not gonna embarrass you. We're not gonna call you out. Um, but, you know... We want, you to say, we want you to be uh, reconciled with God. So if that's you, I want you to go ahead and raise your hand. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. 
if you feel your heart beating, you feel nervousness, or maybe you're sweating a little bit, this is probably something, this is probably, you know, God, you know, putting this on your heart. He will knock, but you have to answer. You have to open that door. He will never force himself in. He will never, you know, break, he will be right there, but it's up to us. It's up to us to make that decision. So is there anyone else here and you wanna raise your hand? We're gonna pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. So let's do this. Let's everyone stand to their feet. And if you raised your hand, uh, we're all gonna say this out loud together, but if you raise your hand, I want you to truly say it from your heart. So church, let's pray this together. Thank you, God. We thank you for this night. We thank you for this invitation. We thank you for the work on the cross and the sacrifice you made. We thank you that heaven is my home. And I ask you into my heart. Pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.